everybody. Welcome to the Bob's Burgers After Show here on AfterBuzz TV, Season 8, Episode 3, Teen A Witch. We'll be breaking down the episode and talking about all the stuff we liked and what we didn't like, but there's nothing we didn't like because it's Bob's Burgers, and we love it. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Oh. <laughs> It's so good to hear that music. I know. Again. I like that we got like a little hint of it in the intro there. It was like a little so with a little like. I like that Unsa Unsa part. Hey guys, welcome to the Bob's Burgers After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. If you guys have not done so already, be sure to head on over to iTunes and subscribe to us there. Listen to us there. Then you can take your Bob's Burgers After Show on the go with you. Listen to it anywhere when you're driving to work, when you're walking your dog, when you're doing your dishes. I don't know. There's, we just want to be hanging out with. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. There's really, there's really not a bad time uh, <laughs> to enjoy some Bob's Burgers in your life. Yeah. Uh, and of course, if you are listening on iTunes, remember you can always check us out on YouTube as well. And mm-hmm. we do stream live on YouTube, which is exactly what we're doing right now. Heck yeah. So if you are watching live, we are uh, doing our best to monitor that live yeah, chat. Yeah, phone uh, is not working and, right uh, now. Yeah, we're, the, the way the studio is, we are in the studio that is furthest away from the Wi-Fi signal. So it's a little challenging, but we'll try to keep up with that. Uh, live this. chat as well as that hashtag ABTV Bob's, Bob's Burgers. I have the wonderful Alexis Torres oh, with me here tonight. You. I like your Ghostbuster shirt. Thank you. By the way, I didn't. It's funny because when I first saw it, like I the emblem was blocked ah. on the, at, tar- at Target, and I was like, "What is that? It looks like a really cute tee." And I picked it up, and I was like, "Jess, yeah, no, like <laughs> I liked it before I realized it was Ghostbusters, and then I saw the Ghostbusters emblem, and I was like, "Man, I really like that shirt." Yeah, I was, it was. Uh, it was like box lunch or something like that. It was like in the very far back in like the sales section. And I was like, man, that baseball tee looks really <gasps> must have. Oh my so, God. It's so yeah. cute. Oh my God. But uh, you can find me all over social media at ATORES890. That's A-T-O-R-R-E-S 890. And I'm Emma Fife. I can be found all over the internet wherever Emma Fife's are sold yeah. at my name. Emma Fife. E-M-M-A-F-Y-F-F-E. All right, so obviously, sadly, we're not getting a new episode next I'm week, so uh, as as strongly indicated by the fact that this episode was clearly this season's Halloween special, yeah. which I am not disappointed in nope. by by any stretch of the imagination. Because while I really love Bob's Burgers overall, I do feel that some of their strongest episodes are their holiday-themed episodes. No, they're awesome. Like, yeah. I feel like they just like up the ante for these holiday episodes I totally every single agree. time. I mean, I, I felt like last year's Halloween special was not as good as the one before it. I can't remember specifically what happened. Last year was the Hauntering, where they like drove yeah. out to that other house and like Bob and Linda like tried to make it a like everyone was trying to scare Louise basically. That's right. That's right. That's right. I do remember that. But the year before it was Tina and the real ghost. So I that think one was awesome. I think it's like when you put the focus on Tina. Mm-hmm. For some reason, she just works for these Halloween episodes. I just don't like. I mean, I did also like when the when it was just the kids when yes, we were trapped yeah. in the box by the uh, what was it the the garage not the garage yeah the, in the crypt in yeah the, uh, in in Tina and the Real Ghost no 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 oh. the the one I think it was I think it was the season before that where they were oh, trapped uh, in the, the box the with fort, all the kids yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Fortnite. yeah, <laughs> yeah that was Fortnite. a good one too. that one that one's my favorite Halloween episode and I like that because the parents weren't really involved as you much. know and that and that's something that's kind of consistent across the board with Bob's Burgers is that 
the Halloween episodes by and large tend to focus on the kids. I mean, even in the first Halloween episode, yeah, yeah. the kids' storyline is hysterical. Oh my god, it's fantastic. In full bars where they like go yeah. to like King's Island or whatever. That like was, the rich, they like take the ferry to like the rich neighborhood yeah. to go trick-or-treating there and it then they like, find out that they get full candy bars, hence the title Full Bars, and they end up like forming an alliance with some nice kids that they meet there mm-hmm. and rescuing them from the teenagers and like Tina pulls this whole bait-and-switch prank when she gets like so the popular nuts. girl's phone and it's it's the kid storyline is so brilliant in that and the parent storyline like it's I just usually a little smaller yeah and I didn't know? and I wasn't really looking at it critically but then I I really thought about it and I was like you know what the parent storyline did seem like it should have gone somewhere and that should have been its own episode where basically like Teddy is having this black and orange Halloween party oh, and in the yeah. midst of it his guinea pig gets killed. I know, which I was like, wow, we got real dark. Real I know. Quick. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh and like Bob doesn't ever really feel remorse for it and he's just kind of bored for the whole episode. Which was totally the opposite. As much as his plot in this episode was definitely the B storyline, mm-hmm. it was very funny and full. You know, it was a it was a one joke story. Yeah, but it was but it worked really but well. That's why I like this one because usually Bob's stories, like his actual solo stories, mm-hmm. are usually more prominent in like Thanksgiving and Christmas. Sure, sure, yeah. They usually yes. go over the top because he usually has some weird cooking dilemma, right? Or or with Christmas, some weird like extended family thing. Yeah, it comes up or yeah. whatever. Like yeah. we had like the dad episode, and right? Stuff. And then like, that the episode like, uh, where he was like connecting with. Uh, 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 you know, Aunt Gail. Yeah, yeah. and they had to like, like walk Go through, through the snow. snow. Like, yeah. I will never forget that. Yeah. That was one of the favorites. Well, I'm hoping Gail comes back uh, in the next in the next holiday episodes. But like. Bob, even though we didn't get a lot of him in this episode, it was cool to see him just kind of go into his, like, weird, crazy state. Yeah, well, because that's the thing is that, you know, Bob is definitely, of all the characters in in Bob's Burgers, like, Mm -hmm. on a surface level, like, just to look at this family, he's, like, the normal one. Yeah. But (laughs) But he's not at all. Like, he is just as weird and, like has those really strong personality quirks mm-hmm. that really are brought out by the things that he is passionate about. Yeah. Uh, and that is certainly something that we always see in the Thanksgiving episodes because he's so obsessed with... Like, he... The thing is that I like about Bob's Burgers is, like, he loves his job. Yeah. You know, like, you have a main character who owns a restaurant and it's not a fancy restaurant. No, it's a, uh, just it, a diner. It's yeah, a exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But, like, he takes such pride in what he does. Yeah. And we see that to be the case here as well with the the burger jack-o'-lanterns that he's making. And I love it because he's like, I use the stencil. And they're like, oh, okay, not Not quite as impressed But it doesn't matter because I love that even though, like, he doesn't want to just, like, hand free it. Right, right. Like, freehand, yeah, a burger. He wants to make sure it looks good. Just like, I don't know any burger shack that's like like a hole in the wall, like to a point where it's like I use truffle oil and like stuff like that. Yeah, like, you put so much hard yes. work into your burgers. Like I like like I brought last uh, last <laughs> week, which when you were when you were out, I brought the cookbook. And if you oh, read through the yeah. ingredients, there is some stuff you're like, oh, I need to go to like a farmer's market. For that. Yeah, you're like, oh, I gotta go to like Whole Foods. Yeah, or something <laughs> like I can't just go to Ralph's or yeah. something just to like yeah, grab it. I'm like, like oh. Bob's Burgers is seeming a lot more like umami. No, and, like for real. Like I feel like it's just like, less a, like Tom's across the street. Hey man, Tom's Burgers is good, but if you want like a fully like what like there's so much crap in it that you're like, where the hell did you buy this? Yeah. Like it, that's what it is. And yeah. I love that. That Bob's like, I'm a chef. Yeah. Okay, I'm not just some burger flipping, you know, guy. Like right. I put hard work.
work into my what what was the burger of the day? It was murder murder under the bun. Murder under the bun. <laughs> I'm like, come on. Clearly he's like and that's why I love that he was so irritated that his jack-o'-lantern, his burger lantern was always getting snatched up. Right, right, because like he does with all of his burgers, he put a lot of like his artistic mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like soul into <laughs> those burger lanterns. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like, oh my god, I love that. Like yeah. there was even like like sesame seeds on the jack o' lantern uh-huh. for the bun. Like uh-huh. he clearly knew what he wanted to do with this. It wasn't just like, oh yeah, I'm gonna cut out some eyes, maybe make some like a patty and like two buns. Like yay, I made a burger. Like no, he like there was lettuce, tomato, cheese. Like you can see it. On the burger. And yeah. clearly he put a lot of work. So I felt really bad that he had to kind of lose his marbles over it. Well, yes. And that he, of course, uh, assumed that it was Jimmy Pesto who I mean, was stealing them. And I love it because he was like, he didn't even know what was going on. But he was like, no. yeah, totally. And you do. You see him go into like full tilt crazy when he's like upstairs in the apartment and he sees Jimmy Pesto outside. And he's like, he's the one who's been stealing the burgers. <laughs> and Linda's like... Uh, nope, he's just busting some tables. Yeah, I don't understand what you're seeing. It's like, no, there. it's definitely him. <laughs> I was like, oh boy, this is gonna end badly. Yeah, I mean, it it didn't end too badly. It just ended know. with a, a very interesting conversation about mental health, actually. Okay. Can we talk about this? Yeah. Because I was like, wow, okay. Because we, we don't usually get to see uh, Pesto's right-hand man that often. He's usually just a hype yes, man. Yeah, that's yeah, like, yeah. Uh, clearly, that's what he did. Yeah. But I love how he like stopped and was like, whoa. Like, whoa. Hey, like we're talking about mental illness. That's a yeah. weird disease. And I was like, Oh my god! I know. Yeah, because Jimmy basically is like, "Oh, he's gone. He's gone full crazy now. Like, lock him up in an asylum." And yeah, and then yeah. the hype guy's and like, like, "Yo, no, Mel, mental illness is not is not a joke, buddy." And he's like, "I, I didn't mean it. <laughs> exactly. I didn't mean it like that. I mean, it was we were just it was just a thing." And he's like, "No, like it's a disease." Yeah, and I was like, like don't, he's like, "Just go back inside. Just. Yeah, don't make jokes about that." Yeah, I was like. All right. And it was, yeah, it was. It was like this weird, like, slow clap <laughs> moment where, like, the hype guy was like, yeah, man, you can't yeah, joke about that kind of stuff. And Jimmy Pesto's just like, uh. What happened? Right. <laughs> and then Bob's like, I'm just going to back away slowly now. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And he just gets hit by a bike. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, sorry, uh, you know, what is it? Uh, watch out, ma'am, uh, or yeah, something? Uh, uh, on your right, or behind you, ma'am, or something like that. I'm and not a ma'am. Close enough. Yeah. And I was like, Biker, what's going on with you, buddy? Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, I I thought too that 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 could have been an opportunity. Though I I, I feel like you might have been crossing the storylines in a way that didn't necessarily serve them, since they did mention that mm-hmm. Mr. Ambrose rides to bi- rides to school on a bike with a dog in the basket, like as a direct like Wizard of Oz reference. Oh, that would have been perfect. Yeah, if they had, if they had used him in that scene, I would have loved that. Yeah, that would have made me so happy. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So, but of course, the the main sort of storyline here is that uh, Tina. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Naturally, it makes sense to me that she is a person who is really into. Oh yeah, costuming. Oh like, yeah, come on. In like a like loves Halloween like passionately in a in exactly and specifically from the like getting into a character mm-hmm. and into the spirit of things. Like I feel like she is the kind of person who would go to a Halloween event like a Halloween Horror Nights or a Not Scary Farm and. She would like take it all in in a yep. really intelligent sort way. of way, and she would talk to you about it the entire time. Yeah, like, Tina, I think you're. you're I think taking she would. This too I think far. she would talk to all the people jumping out and scaring her. Like, hey, how how did you? Is yeah, that latex? Like, what, was what was your motivation uh, behind that particular jump? And it's just yeah, and it's just like or like the guys that like slide against the thing. He's like, do you do you exercise before that, or was that is that part of your application process? Right, do you right. have to like? Do you have to be like an expert yes. in sliding oh on my the gosh, ground? I just want to see a conversation between her and like the go-go dancers that yes. they have at the front of the park. 
she's just standing and staring at them like, hey, so do you guys buy your dresses already bloody or do you or do you do it yourself? I yeah. just, I'm just asking for a friend. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> um, I would love that. So basically, Tina has come up with what she is positive is a brilliant costume idea that is going to win the, I, the costume contest. I thought it was going to win for sure. And what happens is Tammy overhears Tammy. her idea this. and steals it. Like, oh, Tammy. Like, I was so mad. I, I, didn't, I didn't think that's what she was going to do. But as soon as she was like, what? You're going to do what? And then I was like, no, don't steal her idea. I'm going to be a hot mess also. And I'm like, no. Oh. I love that Jocelyn was like, I thought we were being sexy Judge Judy's. <laughs> it's so funny because when you saw her <laughs> costume, know. she was just, like she was just Judy. regular Judge, Judge Judy. Judy. She so was, was not like, sexy. Are you saying that Judge Judy is sexy already? Yeah. I mean, some people might be Jackie. in that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I see what you're doing there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I felt, I felt so bad for Tina. Yeah. That she just got well, her. And especially because I felt like, and I mean, and not surprisingly, like Jocelyn's hot oh, Jocelyn. mess. Jocelyn. Uh, or uh, T- Tammy's hot mess costume okay. was just, yeah, Jocelyn had the amazing Judge, Judge Judy, Judy costume. I call her literally Jackie was just head. Judge Judy. Well, Jackie was a major part of this episode. She was the evil crossing oh, guard. Oh, that's what <laughs> I'm thinking of. Okay. I was yeah, like, yeah. who am I messing that up with? Uh, no, but uh, Tammy, um, yeah, she basically like steals Tina's idea to be a hot mess. And not surprisingly, her like hot mess costume is not that interesting. It really is. And she's literally just a girl in flames. Yeah. And I was like, that's not technically what a hot mess is. I think what Tina was saying was was going to be executed way better. Yeah, I agree. Like, I feel like Tina would have been, like, garbage on fire. You no, know what I mean? hysterical. <laughs> yeah. I would have been like, yeah, no, that's that's perfect. I'm yeah. Done. It just would have been a lot more clever, I whereas look- it's interesting because... I feel like Tina was going to be clever with it in the literal sense. Yeah, like how she was with hot her sandwich. Mess. Exactly the sandwich. She was a witch in between two breads. Yeah, uh, and but what Tammy did was like a literal. Like just what you see on TV. Hot yeah, mess. she you know looked like I mean? she looked like Kesha that was engulfed yeah, in <laughs> flames, and I was like, okay, I understand that Kesha might be a hot mess to certain people, but like. Right. I didn't think that yeah. was necessary, but you know, whatever. Everybody yeah. has their own exactly, and views. I mean, and, and that was certainly intentional on the part of the writers Quite. and the animators to be like, you know, here's Tammy stealing, t- like, because Tina, like, what's so great about Tina as a character is that she is this incredibly like creative, mm-hmm. just detail like, oriented, detail oriented, imaginative, just very specific, yeah, kind of person, and she just thinks. Differently than kind of you know <laughs> your average teenager, your average teenager, uh, which Tammy is certainly you know supposed to be. She's you know she's kind of your your pumpkin spice latte. No, of, like for uh, real, like straight up. Like she's still oh she's still rocking the side ponytail with the scrunchie. Yeah, yeah. Because it was cool. Like at yeah. one point in time, she's like, "Well, I'm going to be a trendsetter and I'm going to use that still." Yeah. And I'm like, Hashtag no. 1995. No, like seriously, stop. <laughs> I mean, I use scrunchies because I have big hair, but like I yeah. don't sit there and rock the side. Yeah, I don't. Me. I can't. I, scrunchie would not stay in my hair. It is yeah, very, it is very yeah. straight and short. Yeah, like I, just, I don't know how she does it, but yeah, yeah. I just felt really bad yeah. for Tina. So yeah, so basically, uh, Tina's been wanting to win this costume contest for years. Uh, some her of, costumes were crazy. I know. Yeah, some of her her, her past costumes, as far as I can tell, uh, based on. 
Tina being clever. Uh, the first one I would say is Zombo Peep. Yeah, that's what I was assuming, and I was like, God, she looks great. Yep, yep. And I loved Captain Kangaroo, too, where she was literally a kangaroo, a kangaroo with a captain, captain hat. hat. And I was like, this yeah. is the best. I couldn't tell what that last one I was. Know, it and looked I, like Prince, it, but also it, it mixed did. with those guys that have like the white tigers magicians, yeah. and I was like, I don't know what you are. If anybody knows, please put yeah, it in the please. chat. Yeah, if you, if you have a guess as to what um, Tina's uh, last costume was in her in her string of losses where where they were like Tina Ben just kidding and it was like Trina Benson yeah or I was like, like wow yep. but yeah she was wearing like a white suit and then she had like this yeah. big purple cape and like it was just it was so strange and I yeah. just didn't know what it was so yeah. if anybody knows let me know yeah yeah we will we will <laughs> monitor the chat furiously everybody in the chat is saying Tammy is a snorgasm queen she's terrible yeah no I, I agree guys like that's yeah absolutely the but, thing about Tammy is that like She's like regular, mean, and just she's it. Yeah, there's, there's no really, there's no layers. She's to not that. like even super malicious. She's not like you know Regina George, like no, not even mean close. girl queen bee. She's yeah. just kind of there. Yeah, she just thinks of like the most simplest ways to make to make your day a living hell. But that's like it. It doesn't right, really and go I don't, any further. And I, than that. I also don't feel like with Tammy that like it's done necessarily intentionally all the time I, it's just selfish yeah she's just that's exactly what her character is she's not being like oh I'm gonna be mean because I feel like it it's just like uh, yeah you know yeah and like when with her stealing do. yeah with her stealing Tina's costume idea it wasn't like a oh I'm stealing it to be malicious and I'm gonna do better than you she it was just, just like idea. oh that was a good idea now it's my idea you Somebody know what I mean said Liberace question uh, mark? maybe yeah I don't know um but yeah I just I didn't understand yeah, I feel like, yeah, she was just doing because she's like, crap, I don't have an idea, but your idea sounds really good, so I'm just going to take it because I can. Right, right. And I'm like, Tammy, you're, you're a piece of crap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But again, like, it's not really done intentionally to hurt Tina. It's no. just a, like, just I want her. that thing, so now it's mine. Because that's how Tammy's probably been all of her life. She's yeah. like, I want it. And, I mean, we saw from her bat mitzvah that she yes. gets whatever she wants. Yes, she does. So, yeah, I don't know. That's unfortunate. Um, but so then, you know, Tina basically has to go back to the drawing board and she comes up with the idea of the sandwich. sandwich. And she's like, all right, I'm going to go to the library to do some more research on witches and bread. And then we get Mr. Uh, Ambrose, where I'm like, oh, no, I don't like where this is going. <laughs> I, like, knew immediately. I was like, you usually don't say much, like, you don't really as say many words. As soon as he brought up, like, oh, well, you don't, you can't really, like, be a witch, because witches just look like everybody else. That's like, just what witches are. I and like, I was no. like, oh, he, I, he's, no. he's a witch. And I was like, please don't do it. Oh, you're yeah. a witch. I mean, he never, never, like, specifically identified himself as being, like, Wiccan or being pagan, but no. that that was certainly what was going mm-hmm. on in because he used episode. the word coven. So I was like, you clearly yeah. have some. There's something apparently. Jackie yeah. also doesn't pay for pizza yeah. for the coven. Oh, so yeah. how dare she you? She is the worst. <laughs> yeah, and basically it's because of Jackie, the crossing guard. So Tina and Tammy have their interaction and Tammy crosses the street to go submit the idea of hot mess before Tina does. And the reason that Tina can't cross the street and beat her is because Jackie, the crossing guard, has stopped her there. So there is already from the get-go this kind of... tension. Yeah, exactly. This sort of battle going on between Tina and Jackie. But it was so weird because I was like, why are you picking on Tina all of a sudden? I know. 
I was like, I understand that certain crossing guards, because I've, I've met a sassy crossing guard, and I was like, what is your deal? Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm like, like, Tina does this kind of stuff. She's like a hall monitor and like a really like goody two shoes kind of kid. Like, like, come on. But you're going to let Tammy cross just because Tammy was just like, I'm going to cross. Yeah. And, you know, you, like, it was just, it was so, I mean, obviously it was for plot. Sure, but, like, of course, of course. But I was like, Jackie, come on, girl. Like, these are just, these are 13, 14 year old girls. Yeah. Like, I think. I think it would have bothered me more as it simply being a plot device if it didn't come back yes. later in the episode yeah. in a way. Because it's like, so Tina basically gets like actual books on witchcraft out of the library. Oh boy. Uh, that uh, Mr. Ambrose points her in the direction of. And she casts a spell. Like, he he recommends that she cast a spell to win the costume contest. And I, and I thought it was so crazy because she, she she casted every spell in this entire I book. Know. And I was like, I feel like that was not, that wasn't what you were supposed, it's not an instructional book. It's supposed to, you're supposed to find the thing you're looking for and then just do that. Right, exactly. Well, that's what he said. He's like, this is not like a, he, he referred to it as some magazine. Oh, U.S. Weekly. Yeah, uh, exactly. Weekly. U.S. Weekly that you read from cover to cover. <laughs> you only, it's a reference book. And I was like, oh, Tina. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but basically, yeah. So when when she's casting the spell, Jean and Louise find out that that's what's going on. So they make her cast spells for them too. Oh, the fish sticks. Uh, oh, the fish sticks. But I loved, I loved Goth Tina <laughs> when she when she busted those doors down, wore the choker and a black shirt. I was like, I'm I'm in love. I know. <laughs> like I feel like I'm gonna need to like bust that costume out at some point during the Halloween season. Gotta just like actual witch Tina Belcher. <laughs> no, you have to do it. I think it's gonna be great. Yep. Like I love how she just like puts her arm through. Jimmy Pe- like Jimmy Pesto Jr. Yes. arm and she's like you want to walk my ass to class I was like yes oh my god she's slaying yeah. my life because yeah. basically she casts these spells and it was yes uh, so Gene wants a spell so that there's going to be fish sticks for lunch again mm. the next day and he finds a fish stick in his locker. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Louise wants to get out of her book report. And Miss LeBond gets summoned for jury duty. And so she doesn't have to do her book report. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then at lunchtime, uh, Jimmy and Zeke come over. And they're like, hey, Tina, what's up? And she's like, oh, where are you guys going to sit? They're like, well, we were hoping we could sit with you. And so then she's convinced that her magic is working. As soon as there's just like little examples, she's like, it's happening. I'm like, this could have been a coincidence, girl. <laughs> I know, I know. But I mean, and that was something that, you know, they addressed too at the end of the episode mm-hmm. where uh, in at the end of the costume contest, she's like, I don't even know if my spells were working. It might just have been that I was confident. Like, I know Gene always has fish sticks in his locker. Yeah, and he's so, like, oh yeah. <laughs> so then I guess my question is like, do you think her spells were actually working or do you think it was just that coincidentally she came up with all of these things that happened to work out and so then she convinced herself that her magic was working which then resulted in her being just more confident and that having sort of a magical air about it. I mean I don't know I mean I want to as the person who's like who needs facts before Mm -hmm. things come up I'm that type of person who was like, I think it was a coincidence and I think you needed that confidence boost and I love the costume change. Yes. Like That made me really happy. But I mean, I also believe sometimes that there, there's just that one day and the universe is like, you know what? You've been working real hard, Tina. I'm just going to sprinkle in a little bit in your favor and maybe just a little bit of magic and you you really wanted it and so here. Here's all the good stuff. Like yeah. I don't know. Like It's it's hard to, to, to like really put into words like if it was magic or not, but I think... I think it's just a coincidence. Yeah. And it just kind of, and because psychologically she's like, 
it's happening, it's happening, it's happening. It just, like, fully just boosted her confidence. It was like, yeah, I'm a witch now, and I'm cool, and now you need to walk my ass to class. Like, I can't get yeah, over it was how good. awesome she was. And Jamie's like, uh, okay. okay. <laughs> and just did it. <laughs> and I love how Zeke's like, yeah, I liked it. I, I, was, know, I was all for I it. I was like, yeah, well, because at the end when she's like, I don't know if I was even really doing magic. Jimmy Jr., maybe you were just, like, attracted to my new sassy attitude and my black choker. <laughs> and he's like, I... <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Zeke's like, I liked it. Yeah. And I was like... Zeke, my man. <laughs> I missed you in episodes, buddy. I know. I sort of like Zeke is one of those characters like when he was first introduced, he was like he just was kind rough. of an annoying rough, yeah, he was a ruffian. Yeah. yeah. But like he's gotten some really kind of nice character development. No, like anytime we have like an adventure with the kids and Zeke comes along, I'm always like, ugh. And then like by the end of the episode, I was like, I'm so glad Zeke was here. Yeah. Cause he's just like a confidence boost for, for Jimmy Jr. Cause he's, yeah. he supports his dancing yeah. and supports like his like decisions. Yeah. And then anytime when Timon does something, he's never really making fun no. of her. Yeah, he's actually like a very good friend to Jimmy Jr. Yeah. And like and nice to Tina. He's. I don't think I've actually seen him being mean Not specifically sp- to anybody. Except for no. that guy that Tina was making out with, the graffiti boy. Oh, yeah. Like, he was a little mean to him, mostly because he was like, hey, who are you and why are you all up in Tina's business and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, because, again, like, he was being, you know, he protective. is, again, he's yeah. he's very protective of Jimmy Jr. He is actually a very, very good friend to him. I, I like, I want Zeke all the time in yeah. episodes because I think he's yeah, just... Yeah, he's totally great. I, I, like, forgot how much I loved him and then he <laughs> showed up in this episode. And that's what he does like you like you don't like he's not really in every episode every time but sometimes he'll just pop out of nowhere and I'm like oh my god you were the coolest person yeah like I mean I would like to actually like not to get too further into predictions but I would like to see more of like Zeke's background like I don't think we've I don't know if we've met his parents I think we did okay. in an episode okay because I couldn't remember because I thought there was a point in time where they had to help Zeke out because something was happening within his yeah, family I mean, the nature the nature of you know, Bob's Burgers being a, a sitcom, which it is, it just happens to be animated, is yeah. that, you know, and like even more, so, this is so in the vein of like your really old school mm-hmm, sitcoms mm-hmm. where literally you can watch any episode and you get what's going on. Yeah. And you don't need like context for anything. No, like no. even if Zeke was there and you've never seen this character before, you was like, oh, okay, that, okay, that guy's a friend yeah. of Jimmy Hesto. Cool. And, and again, it's one of those things where I think that, you know, it benefits from being animated in that regard that yeah. it's like, okay, so we can. We can draw this character, Zeke, and your brain automatically goes, okay, I know what that character is. Mm-hmm. He's kind of the, like, redneck tough like, guy, yeah. redneck kid. But then, like, he totally pulls out a surprise where it's like, I was super into your, like, goth girl witch look. I mean, I really, I mean, I, I don't think Tina will ever bring her standards from Jimmy Jr. down to Zeke. I know. But I feel like Zeke, well, deep down. Remember in, the, in the, that one episode last season where they, like, went on that adventure? Yes. And she had a moment where she was like, maybe Zeke is my <laughs> No. And I was like, and I was like, is this happening? Am I gonna get my yeah. Zeke Tina ship? Yeah. But like, when obviously... they went to go see the goat with two butts, yes, yeah. it was adorable. And it looked like Zeke. Like, I feel like Zeke might have a tiny crush on Tina, but it's not yeah. enough for him to be like, let's go on a date. Yeah, let's try that. Or alternatively, I would love to see them just be like really good bros. Like, I would like to see. Like, I mean, I remember one time. Like, I love how she says his name because she hates that he gets to spend all this time with Jimmy, with Jimmy Jr. Jr. Yeah. So every time she's like, "Hi, Jimmy Jr." Zeke. But like, <laughs> I would love for it to be like we've had episodes 
episodes where they had to hang out together at one yeah. point. But like, I would like to see like an actual like full from the time the episode starts to the time the episode <laughs> ends of just the two of them together. Like Jimmy Jr. is sick or something, yeah. and Zeke's like, I have plans, and Tina's like, well, I guess I can hang out with you because I also had plans with Jimmy Jr. Yeah. Let's go have a day at a carnival, and then they like again they don't fall in love, but there's like a weird spark yeah, there's and I'm an like, understanding, and I mean, and I think some of it is like a mutual sort of love for, for Jimmy, Jimmy Jr. Jr. Yeah. You know? And I like that they can get past whatever weird distant like yeah. thing that they have between them to just be there for Jimmy Jr. Yeah, there's not a lot of like fighting between no, no, Tina no. and Zeke at all. Yeah, except for that one episode where there's a weird we were in the freezer and they had to do like that ice rink oh, fight. Like that was weird. Yeah. That was weird for everybody, yeah. I felt. I mean it was cool, but it was kinda like, what's happening? Mm, what's happening? Here? Yep. But like yeah, I would like to see more Zeke Tina like Adventures, yeah, you know? yeah. Like as as I say, like even just as friends, like I'd yeah, be super. They don't into have to it. be dating. Like I just want to see them just be buddy buddy together. Yeah, I think it'd be fun. I did think it was hilarious though when Tina uh, went to go cast the love spell on Jimmy Junior, and she just like <laughs> opens her drawer and is like, "What thing of Jimmy Junior oh should I get?" She's one of his gym socks. <laughs> and then she what, she had marshmallows that she took wet marshmallows that she took from Jimmy Junior's hot cocoa. Yep. Mm-hmm. I was like, how many times have you oh. been able to be that close <laughs> to get to his hot cocoa? Where you're like yoink yoink yoink, and then like run away. Yes. Uh, uh, someone's a Xena. Yep. In there, and I think it's adorable. Yes. And I and I see. Uh, thank you. We meet Zeke's parents. I I, I, okay, I we thought did. we met them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. In the episode where the kids are escaping the factory, but they only appeared for a moment. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah. We haven't. That makes sense. Yeah. We haven't had like a full like episode with them. He said he had a story for their wedding day when Tina gave him the school mascot. And he did poop all over the school. For Tina, yes, he did. Yeah. That's right. I do remember that. Oh, man, the phantom pooper. I yeah. forgot about that episode. Oh, that's such a funny episode. I love that episode. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, man. That's yeah. so funny. Yeah, that's he what was... I'm saying. Like, there's some serious, like, Tina Zeke solidarity. Oh, man. That's awesome. I need to rewatch that <laughs> episode. Who would have thought, though, that, like, Zeke literally had, like, two lines in this whole episode. <laughs> and but... I was like, and we just been talking about him for the entire <laughs> ten minutes. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> anyway. So... Uh, yeah, but, but so, so all is going pretty well with Tina until she decides to get real sassy. Well, because, you know, she's she's on a roll right now. So how dare Jackie uh, sit there and be like, we're going to take our sweet time. And she's like, there's a full Wayne moon that's coming or something like that. Yeah, because she's trying to go cast more spells. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the moon is like waxing or waning or whatever. Whatever it was. Whatever the ideal conditions are for her to cast spells, it's happening right now. Lord of mercy. And like, (laughs) and she, she said something really sassy. I can't remember what it was. It was like, I thought this was like a crossing only but not like a wait all day or something yeah, crossing. It was yeah. something really awesome. And Jackie was like, excuse me? And I was like, girl, you are a grown ass woman. Like, can we just can we just get past this? It's just mm-mm, a kid. Mm-mm. Like, I, I've seen middle schoolers like talk back to crosswalk yes. people. I've seen it. And it's not, it's not fair. I've seen middle schoolers talk back to everybody. No, like, for real. And you're just like, okay, we're, what's happening here? Like, right. And again, it's like with Tina, this is like a first offense. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, you know that Tina doesn't usually give you flack. It's yeah. just today. Yeah. But uh, she went full out. She took her beret. And, like, yeah, she took her, her beret. To- yep. She's like, I need your beret. And, and it was just like, snatched Whoa. it. Just, I mean, I, I agree with Jean though. Her bangs look great without the, know, without it. But great. like at the same time, I was like, all right, yeah. okay. Yeah. I don't know. I felt really bad for her. Tina didn't deserve that. I know. Well, I mean, she was being a sassy little brat, but like she was. But her getting cursed was like a little extreme. I mean, it was great for the plot of the episode. Yeah, no, I loved every minute of it. But I was like, oh come on, Jackie. Like you couldn't just be like, hey, like that hurt my feelings, and like move on. But we wouldn't have a great story. Yeah. I kind of liked this character of Jackie that they established though as being like that person. Yeah, who being... just like doesn't let go of stuff and 
just feels entitled to everything and never pays for pizza. I know. I was like, come on, man. If you're going to be meeting all night, like, you get hungry. Well, I mean, Mr. Ambrose said that, you know, she was uh, a mean person and a witch that, like, always was just, like, going dark. Yeah. She always wanted to go dark. Yeah. She was like, it was like, always revenge and curse this and curse that. And it just reminded me of, like, was it the the Mummy 2 where they're like, this is curse, that is curse. Yeah. Like, that's what it reminded me of. Yeah. But, yeah, I felt really, like, I felt bad for her character, but at the same time, I was like, wow, she is just not friendly. Truly means, she's a truly mean-spirited person, unlike Tammy, who's just kind of selfish. Yes. Really good example. I didn't yeah. even think about that. But yeah. yeah, no, she was like out to get Tina just because she said this one, well, a couple well, sassy there, lines. There was, a, there was a little sassing happening throughout yeah. the episode. But yeah. That was unfair. Like, I felt really <laughs> bad for her. I was like really upset. Yeah, but she does. So, so she, uh, she steals Tina's barrette so that she can curse her. And then Tina is convinced that she She is cursed. Freaking out. Like, the butter knife fell, and she thought her toe was going to get, like, it was going to, like, stab her in the foot. Like, final destination status. And I was like, what's happening? And then she, like, had a vision of her in her room. I'm sorry. That is the scariest thing that I would ever think of, is that some lady who you only see in the morning and in the evening, like, crossing the street is in your bedroom cursing you and yelling at you. Like, that's... That's no bueno yep. for me. Yep. So then basically in the costume contest, <laughs> Tina has cast a spell to make herself win, but she's convinced that the curse is going to kill her at the costume contest. And I was like, I don't think Jackie hates you that much. That she wanted to kill a child. But I mean, again, that's getting in your own head. So right. I felt really bad for her at that point in time. Right. Too. And again, so it's like, I think you see like the two sides of Tina being in her head about stuff yeah. here. It's like she gets it in her head that her spells are working and so that makes her become like really confident mm-hmm. and sassy. I but loved it. then because she is so tapped into this idea that magic is real, mm-hmm. she then really believes that she is cursed. But I also don't blame her because the way that she's like walking down the catwalk with the two slices, you can't see much. She could have No, fallen. it's true. It's true. Oh, and I loved and this is the thing that I loved too in um in Tina and the Real Ghost is that like you see like the support of her siblings. Yeah. Like ultimately it's Tina who, you know, solves her own problems and is victorious and kind of saves the day, but it, it's so cute to always to see like Louise and Jean support her and you do in this where she's like freaking out. She's like, oh, I'm going to fall off the stage. And he's like, Jean and I, we're going to walk, we're going to walk on either side of you. We'll catch you. And he's and, like, and then we'll toss you around and, and make it look like you're intentional crowd surfing. And I love that. And they were like, sitting there like, pardon me, excuse me, pardon me. Oh, yeah. No. And I was just like, my gosh. Like, I know siblings that like will do anything for each other and I also know siblings who are like, nah, I'll just let her fall because it'd be funny. Yeah. Like, you know? But I like that they've, even though they make fun of Tina here sure, and there, yeah. which is normal, I love that they're like, we're here for you, girl. We're going to help you. And they even, like, even before they found out that she was doing spells, they're like, hey, we came up with another Yeah, they tried idea. to help her come up with new costume ideas. Which I can't remember for the life of me if they actually said it, but, yeah, I don't remember. Yes, Jean did say something. Did he? I, I missed it. I don't know. I didn't what it write it called. down. What but- I did write down, though, were some of the other uh, costume do it, do it, do it, contest do it. Uh, people. Of course, we had... Uh, Tammy, who was a hot mess, and Jocelyn, who was just actual Judge Judy. She looked great. Uh, but they also had Marcel Marceau. Which I was like, hey, most people don't know who that is. So yeah. you had to look that up yep. if you didn't know what yep. that was. Yep. Uh, the Mona Lisa. I, I love that he was just a cutout. Yep. <laughs> it was Mona literally Lisa. just like a portrait of the Mona Lisa and with the face. Like, and Mr. Franz's description, too, of like, oh, it's 
so mysterious, kind of. And I was like, wow, you do not care, Mr. Fraud. <laughs> yep. I did love <laughs> Louise got disqualified from the costume contest. But I love that she still had her hat underneath the wig. Yep. I was like, you yep. couldn't take that off. Yep. And then, like, put it on top, whatever. Yeah, because in a previous year, she had gone as Mr. Fraud. So. And I love how he's like, no, 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 no. I'm like, uh, imitation, like, it, that's like the best kind of flattery, buddy. Yeah, Like, totally. you don't know that? Totally. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, Dalton in the chat says, anyone else really wants to see Tina crowd I did. Surf. I was really hoping I did. that, that I was going like to happen. I felt like that could have been the ending where it's like, no, Tina's great. But it ultimately, like that, that could have been a fun way for it to end too. Where like she did fall, but everybody passed her around. It was like we love Tina. <laughs> um, I was sad she didn't actually win the costume contest. I was really hoping she would, but as soon as Mr. Fran said, "Oh, how original, a hot mess," I was like, "You can get out of here, Mr. Yep. Fran." Yeah. Um, and, and I love when Tina was like making her speech, being like, "I don't know if magic is real." But maybe I just got a sassy attitude because I gained some confidence. And I love how Mr. Fran's like, what are you talking about? What are you doing, Tina? (laughs) Jocelyn backstage being like, were we supposed to repair a speech? Yeah. And I I don't know. And I love how Jackie's just like sitting there. I know. Staring at her. And I was like, what were you trying to do? Well, and then again, that like brings up the question of like, did she actually curse Tina? Because, Because Mr. Ambrose straight up says that she is also a witch and was in a coven with him, so... I just hope it wasn't a cult, because that would be really scary. Yikes. Can you imagine? Yikes. Um, and they just thought they believed it? Oh my god. Um, but no, I'm hoping that that's that she was actually cursed, and it would just be kind of cool to have, like, two witches. And I love how she's like, how many witches are there in this school? They're everywhere. I told you that. I yeah. thought you were being dramatic. I was. I was doing both. Well, then you're not really dramatic, because if you meant it... Uh, and whatever. It was yeah. just really adorable watching that. And I love that Mr. Ambrose also was like, I don't know what she's talking about. Shut up. Like, you're not supposed to tell anybody. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Maybe. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. So sadly, uh, but though Tina comes to terms with the fact that maybe she wasn't actually doing magic, but the good stuff did come out of her believing that she had magical powers. Mm -hmm. Uh, She does not win the costume contest, but Um, it's okay. Yeah. um, Marcel, who was it? I think it was... was the I don't I, I don't write remember it down. now. I thought it was, it was I thought it was was uh, it Marcel Marcel? I think it was okay. Marcel. Yeah, okay. I don't know because I remember him like bowing or something, and he didn't like say words. So, yeah, I mean that might be I don't know. I could I remember wrong. her congratulating him. Yeah, um, I don't remember. But uh, let it, us know in the chat. But yeah, so they 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 go uh, home, and that is when Bob discovers that. I Actually, Mr. Fishowner is the one who's been stealing his. I would have never guessed. <laughs> Jack-o'-lanterns. Did you, did you no, guess that? I had no idea. I was not expecting I did have that. a moment. I, I was kind of like, where? I was like, I don't think Jimmy Pesto was stealing. I never thought it was Jimmy. But I was like, who? I thought maybe, I thought it was the, the guy who, who, uh, who, what's, what, what, what are those? Uh, rollerblades? And he's always in a Speedo. I thought he was just picking up oh, lanterns and like moving yeah. them somewhere. Or like he like had a weird like, Pumpkin, not not fetish, but you know what I mean. Right, like he really right. loved jack o' lanterns, even though technically that's what Fishowner was totally into. It was really basically what he was doing. Yeah, but I didn't so, think it was him. So Mr. Fishowner basically has been stealing Bob's burger lanterns. So funny to create this like jack o' lantern <laughs> garden called Jack o' Land. Oh my god! I was like. All right, that's fine. Yeah, I guess. I know. I mean, it was. But the thing is, is like they get there, and Linda's like, "I mean, this is kind of great." I mean, I guess he wanted to make money with people. Just, I mean, like I've seen places that are like, "Look at my house; it's like covered in jack o' lanterns. Mm-hmm. It's like really cool looking." Yeah. But it's like there's other decorations involved, not just 
giant See, amounts. I kind of I kind of loved that it was all just gi- really? like I legitimately thought it was pretty cool. No, I think I just I love I loved the house. I think it looked really cool. I just felt really bad that he thought they were free. Yeah. Because I'm like, they're, those kids probably put in a lot of work on their jack-o'-lanterns, I and know. he just took them. I know. <laughs> He's like, just like those free, like those bicycles. And yeah. I love Bob's like, yeah, that's it's not... Like, no, it was. It was like a funny, very specific detail that Mr. Fishoder just thought that anything people left outside their houses was free. I mean, technically, he's not wrong, because some people do leave stuff, like like couches, sure. TVs. Yep. Like, they're like, hey, <laughs> I don't need this. Please take this. And I'm like, why uh, bikes and jack-o'-lanterns? Like, it's so, it's so strange. It was super fun. Yeah, and then, like, Teddy's, like, in on it. <laughs> and I was like, how did you... If you knew, if you you're the one who's been delivering bikes to Mr. Fishoder and you've been seeing all these jack lanterns, you couldn't put two and two together. Yeah. It is Teddy. That's true. But I was like, this is crazy. I mean, I loved it. I agreed with with Linda where she was like, oh my god, it's beautiful and like they should they belong here. Like it's yeah. it's great. And I was like, yeah. But I also think that Mr. Fishoder has been stealing from people. Uh, yeah, I mean he has been one hundred percent. Yeah. Oh my god. I don't even know. But it, I mean, but Bob's were like definitely a, they were like the star of that. They looked great. Attract, you know, because the rest of them were all just like regular jack o' lantern faces, and Bob's were his beautiful, detailed little. Burgers. I mean, he was charging five dollars a head yeah. to take pictures in front of his burgers, yes, and yes. I was like, all right, I'll <laughs> like pay the man, Dad, and he's like, I'm not paying for my own jack o' lantern. Right. And they're like, oh come on, Bobby. Yeah. I love how Linda was just like, just do it, and then we cut to uh, to the credits. But like, yeah. it was just, it was just. It was. I was just not expecting that. That was so cool, yep, yep. and it made sense why it was so fast because yes. he was on a freaking go kart. Yep, oh, that was nuts. I love this episode. Yeah, I did good. too. Yeah, this this was a fantastic Halloween special. <laughs> uh, I'm a real sucker for any sort of like witch stories. Oh, so good. You know, it dates back to like being a kid and loving like Hocus Pocus oh God, and no. the craft. Oh, and, God. Know, yeah, like, no, it's it was great, and especially since I haven't watched Hocus Pocus yet this year. That was just like. Uh, that was my pushing point. I'm like, I gotta watch it. Yeah, I need some witches in my life. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Awesome. Well, anything else you want to uh, talk about before no, we? No, uh... uh, I thought I loved uh, our our store that we had in the beginning. Oh, next was, door, yeah, yeah, it was yeah, a the, bra boutique yes, called it was, uh, Sag, Sag Me, me to, to Hell, and I was like, wow, that is that is new. It's so funny because like being in Los Angeles, I see Sag and immediately think Screen Actors Guild. Me too. <laughs> So I was like, that's weird. Like, oh, oh. Like, I didn't realize it until I, I like, looked down. It was like, property. I was like, oh, oh that makes that makes a gotcha. lot more sense. It makes a lot I more sense. I was way off yeah. on that one. Because I also yeah. thought, I was like, yeah, like the SAG Awards. Yeah. Like, I get that. Yeah, oh, yeah. no, they're not They're not talking about They're talking about No, movies. they're talking about, like, SAG. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening, I just did, like, a motion. She, yeah, she did, she, she did a manner. Indicate sagging. Uh, anyway... <laughs> Uh, we're not getting a new episode next week, but no. there is going to be one the week after that. Uh, so let's, uh, as much as we can for something like a sitcom, uh, dive into uh, some quick predictions. predictions. Quick predictions. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Some some quick little, like, chat. No, because, like, it, I loved how everybody was, like, on the same. Yeah, Rudy was Marcel's, uh Marceau. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. yes. And he was the one that won, yeah? Yes. Perfect. Correct. He was the one that won. Mr. F should have cut Bob into in on the profits. He would never do that. No, that's very not like nope. Mr. Fishoder at nope. all. I mean, that would be funny if he did. Yeah. I would have been like, who are you? But yeah. like, nah. He yeah, he's such that. a he's such a fun character. I love him. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he's, been out of- <laughs> he's like the sleazy landlord, but like 
you kind of like him? Yeah, because anytime he has anything going on at his house, it's like the coolest thing. Like the water balloon That fight. Hunger Games episode was amazing. So it was amazing. I will never forget that. Speaking of bras, when they were using it to launch. Yes! Stop it. Yeah. It was beautiful. But anyway. Uh, yeah, so I would love to see uh, more with him. Uh, as I say, I, I'm not really able to internet right now, so I can't okay. remember the title of the next episode, but it's something to do with like the seas. Oh, maybe we will get him then next. Oh, next maybe week? yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I, I feel like there was an episode involving him on. I, there, no, Bob got kidnapped by that sh- that uh, that other guy that owned that yacht to be the oh, chef. Remember yeah. the burger chef on the yacht? Yeah, I forgot about that. And so, yeah, yeah. Um, oh my god. Uh, yeah, I just I want to see more more Zeke. Uh, we haven't seen the twins in a while. I know. So Andy that'd be and Ollie. Nice. Yeah, I would like to see them a little bit more. Uh, it's so weird because in my brain, my my brain automatically goes to Thanksgiving episode, and I'm like, no, there's no, there's a couple, of there's, yeah, there's a cu- at least one, mm. probably two more episodes before yeah. we get the Thanksgiving special. Um, so I mean, last last season we got like the beautiful like town founding parade that was cool um, and I, like I, I would like to see something like that come back with all sure. those sort of like fall. Mm-hmm town activities because that's like the thing about Bob's Burgers is it is very much the like small town community everybody knows each other mm-hmm. kind oh, yeah, of like thing with the, with the old couple that walked by they're like mm-hmm. stop yelling and, and he's, he's like, like, like sorry oh gosh and then yeah he's like someone stole my pumpkin TMI and yes. I was like oh my yes. god yes. yeah I would like to see another like town meeting of like something that's going on in the town that they're like we need to get rid of it or something like that yeah yeah I would I would like to see an episode like that where yeah it's like the town all like bands together mm-hmm. to put a stop to, to something. something that they as a community object to. Yeah, no. I yeah, like that. I, would, I like that. Yeah, I think that's a good I I, I totally am gonna jump on that bandwagon. I also again I'm gonna keep saying it until it happens. It probably won't happen to the holiday like the actual holiday episodes with Thanksgiving or Christmas. I need Gail. I need to come <sighs> yep. back. I need to know what's happening. I need to know what, what went down between her and Mr. Fraud. <laughs> we know. still don't know. I mean, last like, we knew they were dating, then he was talking about dating other women. It was just weird. It was just weird, guys. I just, I wasn't ready. My heart wasn't ready to hear that news, because I'm like, what about Gail? I know. And I love it. I don't remember which kid it was. I think it was Louise or Tina, and they were like, what about, what about Aunt Gail? Yeah, and they just never Tina. talked about it. Yep. And I was like, <sighs> <sighs> Yep. So, so I feel like we have to have the solution to that coming sometime please. in the near future. Uh, again, guys, we will not be here next week, but we will no. be the following week. Uh, thank you so much to everybody for tuning in to the Bob's Burgers After Show here at AfterBuzz TV. Alexis, where can people uh, find you on the internet? What's going on with you? Where can people um, keep up with all your stuff? You can find me at ATORS890 all over the social media stuff. Uh, Halloween is obviously coming up. Yes. So, uh, not Linda. Uh, Linda. I'm dressing up as Linda, and uh, and you'll start seeing more pictures that are coming up because I just got my costume finished out. But like my fiance is also going to be Bob, and then we actually Yay. got a burger costume from my dog, if you've been following <laughs> me. So he's going to be our burger, pretty much. Rocky. And it's going to be really adorable. It's going to yeah. be your mascot. Yeah, I just like I I just got a notification that the the burger costume just arrived at my house. So oh, yay! It's gonna be great. That <laughs> is fantastic. So, yeah. Um, 
Yes, and I, I'm Emma Fife. I, I can be found all over the internet at my name, which is Emma Fife, E-M-M-A-F-Y-F-F-E. That is all Fs for those of you who are listening. Fs is in Frank, no S's as in Snake. I messed that up last week. I know, they, <laughs> they tend to sound the same on the phone or when they're like recorded into a microphone and transmitted into your ears through it's headphones true. or otherwise. Uh, you can see them on a bunch of shows here at After Buzz TV, including uh, Stick Around Right Now. Uh, we're going to be doing the Ash vs. Evil Dead after show. You guys so. should watch it. I yeah. saw everyone's out, like, outfits like, yeah. for today I was like, oh, exactly. Snap. Yeah, we, so we cool. get real serious on uh, on Ash vs. Evil Dead. Oh, so yeah, did. stick around for that. Uh, also, uh, Transformers: Robots in Disguise is back on Cartoon Network now. Question we mark? It, we are definitely doing an after show for yes. it. We're we're locking down the time, so be sure that you are uh, following Alexis and myself as well as Katie and Megan, Megan. if you guys are uh, fans of that show, to find out exactly when uh, that will be airing. Mm-hmm. But where it will be airing is right here on AfterBuzz TV. So, uh, yeah. again, thank you so much uh, to everybody who joined us live tonight, mm-hmm. everyone in the chat, people in the hashtag, if that was a thing that was happening, again, can't, I know, I couldn't we tell. can't internet. No internet. But, <laughs> but we, we trust uh, that, that you guys were, that you were there in spirit anyway. And uh, again, we won't be back next week, but we will be the following week, 8 o'clock p.m. Pacific time on Sunday, November 5th? 6th. November 6th. Yes, November 6th. Yes, yes. We will be here. Hopefully we will see you here too. Uh, and until then, bye! Bye guys! Happy Halloween! From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. See you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.